yeah, I've been wondering, I've been thinking about this, like what I was going to do when I was finally on the podcast. And all I wanted to do was be the, uh, the greeter. You are now, you are now entering. <laughs> that won't become, won't become boring podcast. podcast. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> We could, uh, yeah, we are you know, joined we today by Vincent Charlo. Hello, <laughs> <Yeah>. y'all. <laughs> that was pretty good. You know, you could have. <laughs> that was pretty good. You know, we we've got a sound effects guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've got a we've got a producer. We got a sound effects guy. You know, we can we can do that stuff ourselves. But uh, you know, it's pretty good. <laughs> Just like give me a G sharp and A and okay. a B flat. Oh my, like, yeah, yeah, I got the note. On the flat yeah. on the fat scent. <laughs> yep. You are now bearing. <laughs> throw a bass drop in there. A one of a kind experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. Vinny, thank you for uh, making our podcast art. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, uh, it's the only thing, the only thing that makes us seem official. <laughs> at all. Pretty much. Or legit. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That, cause that, that and the laptop. The laptop and the and well, the art. We, we got we got these good mics though. So That's true. That's true. We're kind of yeah, we're moving up, dude. I, when I, when I was making that, I was thinking, man, this might be the only thing I've ever made that actually looks official. <laughs> <laughs> I think like it's ever. just because there's a sentence under under the logo, <laughs> and it's not an old English like font. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. some unreadable text that looks like a tree. Yeah, it's, it just says what exactly it means. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, we were like, we were like, make us make the logo not a bush, not a bush. Okay, I know you make a lot of. I know you're used to making a lot of thistle and just and thorns. Uh, you know, we're here in Oklahoma. I get it. That's what you've seen. That's what you know. But it's just, just think in the direction of not a bush, yeah. dude. That's my roots. That's <laughs> <laughs> where I'm from. That's where I was. Yeah. Where I was from. Where I, that, and how, how that's I'm where here, you were you know? born. Is waking the cadaver. <laughs> is that is the those roots? Is that, is that what you're talking about? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's Vin, Vinny came out bringing. He didn't come out crying. He came out going. <laughs> <laughs> and the doctor's like, "We got a wild one here." <laughs> that's Man, cool. that's weird. That is weird. Uh, weird image. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> Vincent, wait. What was what was the first like heavy music? you listen to or metal that you would say what was it like strider or i don't know like some christian rock you mean striper striper <laughs> when i say strider you said you said a lord of the rings character bro he's a strider <laughs> <laughs> wait was it is that what they said yeah i forgot it, it, yeah well. he goes by strider <laughs> yeah, when they He's go the to the tavern. when they go to the prancing pony. <laughs> He's wearing yellow and black uh, skin suit. <laughs> yeah, <tight> skin. <laughs> but yeah, you know, His striper. Hair. No, that's striper. Oh yeah, that's striper. <laughs> You're looking for Strider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out Striper. Uh, yeah. The nineteen, the nineteen eighties, nineties. What were they like? Glam rock Christian band? Not maybe not glam rock, dude, or glam metal or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. Striper was playing with hair like metal. rat and stuff in clubs back. Yeah, in the day. hair metal. Yeah. There we go. Hell yeah! It was tight. Christian hair metal. They were friends with like all like those bands back mm-hmm. in the day. Like the vocalist talks about being friends with them. They're always Christians. It's crazy. Like, 
even There's going up White the same Cross. Scene. Is that <laughs> White Cross is another hair metal? I don't know. Band. I've never heard of White Cross. Yeah, I haven't either. They they had some really good guitar player. Like, like he was famous for just like shredding for shredding. They should have gone on tour with White Chapel. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a tour Shut up. for God. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. White Cross and White Chapel. Yeah. But yeah, what was okay? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, what, sorry not to divert from the question. We're gonna divert no, a lot. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, well, my mom always listened, like listened to, like Queen, and uh, oh, like classic rock. Like yeah, type but she of stuff. like really loved Queen, like and um, I don't know, like Queen and Madonna was like yeah. always playing in the background <laughs> at all, you know. But like. After that, uh, a like a, a a youth pastor guy that used to pick me up. Oh yeah! By the way, we're doing this outside. Uh, yeah, it's such so a beautiful day. So yeah. if you hear any uh, crows, that that's not post edit. That's uh, <laughs> that's live. Pleasure to be on the first outside cast. Oh yeah, out out. Let's call it outcast. Nice. We'll put that put that in the file. Outcast podcast. Continue, Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was about to flow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got burrs? Okay, okay. You got okay. some burrs? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, a youth pastor um, used to pick me up for uh, like a youth group at a local church that I pretty much grew up going to. And uh, one day we were listening to The Find the Great Line. He had that like DVD. Undra? Undra. The Find the Great Line. Uh and one day I was listening to it, and I was like, this is the first time I ever heard somebody yell other than, like, Linkin Park. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, like, dude, yeah. I mean, Linkin Park to, like, Straight Under Oath, and then to, like, We Came With Broken Teeth and, like, MySpace Grind. I don't know, man. A yeah. weird route. <laughs> no, that's a that's a clean route. Dude, I was... I, I wanted to ask this question, because I was... Just last night, was, like, you know, drinking a little whiskey with Jana, and that's I was cool. listening to some music... And I just pulled up Under Oath, uh, They're Only Chasing Safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, that was like the first heavy album I really listened to. I put it on and I was like, damn, this is like, I was lucky. Like this was, I had no idea how. They're Only Chasing Safety? Yeah, yeah like yeah. how good of music that is. Like listening to it now, like yeah. the riffs and the drum beats, like that was. It holds it was up. clearly way above my head, but you know, there's layers of of interesting stuff to pull from Under Oath's music. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially the more that you play music and more that you listen to, I don't know, heavy music, but also, they're also, like, melodic as well. So. Well, it was that perfect blend of, like, emo music at the time. Like, yeah. With, like, they without, could... And they never quite crossed the line of cr- cringe. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know, depending don't on so. your standards. <laughs> right, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, they could fit in with bands, like... Taking Back Sunday, they could fit in with bands that were in that vein, but then they could also play with heavier bands. <laughs> White Chapel. Was, yeah, <laughs> probably at some point. Uh, yeah, they're great. Yeah. That that album is great, too. Both yeah. albums. Yeah, I mean, that's like... Yeah, that band probably defined a lot of, the a lot of people, especially kids like us where, like, our parents, like, we grew up in church. Mm-hmm. Our parents took us to church. And it was like a very default rule or just like sentiment in Oklahoma yeah. or in the Bible Belt. Like 
hey, you, you're a Christian kid because I'm your parents and we go to church, so you don't listen to certain types of music, uh, right? Or, like, certain types of music are cut off from you, like, mm-hmm. can't listen to Slayer, but then, like, I don't know. There was like, oh, it's Christian, but it's heavy, and that was yeah. like a big deal. <laughs> yeah, at the time, it was like, I, I don't know, it was like a whole generation of kids who's like their parents couldn't necessarily tell them they couldn't listen to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then it introduced <laughs> you to Waking the Cadaver in the end. So, <laughs> and, Dude, and and all of those evil bands that we're now into. That's, uh, but sorry, is. There's something big and something flying. <laughs> and I, was I don't think, it, I don't I think was it's a wolf. If, uh, We're trying to uh, figure out if it's a hornet that yeah. we that that Austin scared off earlier. Yeah. But I don't I don't think it is. He missed it to death. Dude, The Fly <laughs> is a brutal ass movie. Underrated yeah. brutal movie. It's a really good movie. You yeah. know? And and the analogy, the metaphor behind it is just like it's poignant. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, stuff. back to evil music, yeah, and evil aesthetics and things. Uh, I was just gonna say that I had a similar experience to like growing up listening to Christian music, but my mom was never like super. Like, I don't feel like my mom was really ever religious. Yeah, like when it comes to like following the trends of church, she mostly just kind of went to church. And she didn't really force the, any of those things on you. No. And I went to like youth group all by, uh, because I wanted to, and she never. Oh she, yeah. She like told me what it was and asked me if I wanted to go one day, and then I just went, and I always enjoyed it. So like, I just went. And my, and I, I mean like like growing up listening to heavy music though, is my mom didn't really like. Yeah, I was super into hip hop and like rap stuff before I was into like, other than a couple of rock bands. Yeah. Like that, my mom listened to. I wasn't really into that, but. Yeah, my mom always, like, let me do what I want and would try to be open-minded to what I was listening to, too. So I'm super grateful for that. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you and me were kind of talking earlier about just, like, being in, like, being in school or whatever, like, how you saw, you see potential, like, in all your friends and all your classmates and stuff in high school, but just the very fact that you're in high school and you're in this place where... You're kind of just being forced in the structure and no one's telling you to like be creative or do things that you're interested in. Yeah. And it's like, it's hard to come out of that. I don't know, wanting to go out in the world and just like do art or explore aesthetics or whatever. Yeah. You have to, you have to be like shown that like handed a tool. Someone mm-hmm. has to like hand you a tool, whether that's just like being told that you have the possibility or the ability to do something, or whether that's like here's a pencil, like or an draw. instrument. Yeah, you have to. It like it's not like everyone's um, fault that they didn't have the access, like uh, the yeah, the access to certain things in this mm-hmm. world. Yeah, and the right people, per person has to be handed kind of the right thing, or like shown the right thing, or even shown the right way mm-hmm. for them to get there, which is kind of a bummer because some of us are more privileged than others in that way. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel, I feel lucky to have been able to, yeah, just like have instruments, have the opportunity to be creative, and like, you know, my mom was supportive of me, or at least wasn't suppressive, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, that's what, I mean, obviously we want to see, like, we want to see young people doing art and being, like, unique and innovative in whatever ways they, they see is interesting. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I just, I wonder, I, I hope that through the pandemic, even though I know it's been uh, debilitating for a lot of young people, I hope that maybe there's been a break of the structure or just maybe some free time or some freedom where some young people have really gotten to dig into some art for themselves mm-hmm. or like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Something they've making music, in. making zines, art, whatever. Yeah. Doing, being, starting a YouTube channel or something. Like yeah. Yeah. The, like it's yeah. still like a self brand or like, what am I good at? You don't have the distractions of stupid high school. Yeah. Or like, Yeah feeling suffocated by <laughs> awkwardness or mm-hmm. just being yeah stuck in school where it's hard mm-hmm. so i mean family did that what like is your fam? do you feel like your family like was oppressive to you being yourself or were they encouraging uh yeah or i mean a little bit out of just their own i think ignorance yeah. But like like not, well-intentioned. Yeah, like well-intentioned but just not hadn't been out in the world enough to really kind of like grasp all the yeah, possibilities or like all the I don't know, just small town mindset family basically. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's something I've been like recently kind of breaking out of like a, a type of like uh mentality that can be instilled in you when you're a kid yeah. of just like this is just how things are and they're never going to change type of mentality and that's that's not true at all yeah like no. and it, it was never that was never the like the goal of my of the household i grew up in but it's just that's kind of what ends up happening you know with that mindset of not being open-minded and not a, uh, I don't know yeah, just not accepting, like, the, I don't know, the peaks and the valleys that any kid is naturally going to go through. Yeah. Like, growing up and discovering what they're into. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the more that you try and control it, e- even though it's well-intentioned, it's, like, it can backfire. And th- and that's very similar to, like, my experience. Like, mm-hmm. it was never ill-intentioned, but it's just, like, the culture, the mm-hmm. the parenting techniques and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But... Kids are funny, man. Like, it's almost like if you keep telling them not to do something, they're going to, I mean, at least I can only speak for myself. I would just lean way more into it. I would, like, grip my feet into the ground. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep doing this, like, 100%. <laughs> and it's because like, you're disagreeable. That's, like, the the disagreeable personality trait. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, I mean, way. yeah, it's, it's, so, yeah, I mean, growing up, it was kind of hell because there was always arguments you know but what were you gonna say vincent well i was just gonna say i i don't want to stop you from that i was just thinking like it's interesting though that if you guys both feel that way like maybe didn't have quite maybe given the tools that you feel like you need or something in that way but more so like both y'all turned out to be creative and people that are doing those things still like especially josh because when i first met josh like we just both like I don't know, we, like, I feel like we just did everything together. We were both mm-hmm. just down. 
Like, yeah, we like to skate a little bit. Like, we like music. Mm-hmm. We play, we play music, and we mm-hmm. like a lot of it. Yeah. And so we just kind of like did whatever. And I'm like, you were inspiring to me because I was like, you can do everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, you weren't like a master at necessarily anything or whatever a master yeah. means. But I was like, you, you just like do all this. So you just try. And I was like, well, shit. Like, I don't know. Like that. It made me. It made me like try to do more with like music at least oh god <laughs> oh shit dude <laughs> this <laughs> it's in the same exact spot <laughs> okay no that was a really good point and now there's a hornet right back and i'm leaving this running <laughs> i'm not gonna edit this okay, out hold what on. are we doing okay what? how are we getting rid of this no, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa before you just whoa 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 hang on what no, no we're not he, we're not gonna edit this out at all what if he stays there what if he what Okay, no, that's a fly. Oh, is it a fly? No, yeah, that's a fly. What? No, bro, bro, don't, no, don't, don't spray it yet. Don't spray it, yet, bro. Good, man. <laughs> hey, he's man. Good. Hey. No, I think he's good. <laughs> man. Oh, just like, if if he runs okay. up, you can drop him with the missile. You need to okay. You need to close that window and you need to spray it with the hose, like with your thumb, bro. Okay, he now he's got a chair and a rake and he's using the backside of the rake to squish. To squish the hornet he's into the wall, him to death. but he's misting it with water. It's not doing anything, Gus. <laughs> no, it's not. You're pissing it off. He's trying to distract. Oh God. Oh, he missed. Oh, 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 oh shit. Oh God. Bro, <laughs> he is now chasing it with the rake. Oh, he missed it with the rake. Okay, he's running away with the rake now. Oh man. Oh, I can't. Okay, so. Did you did you get him at all? <laughs> this might be a reoccurring problem. Well, this has been an exciting outcast so far. Enemy number one dealt with. Neutralized by the Gustard himself. Yeah, so you just became pretty really much good at everything. And uh, it was really inspiring to me. And... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I'm just saying, so despite not being given the tools sometimes or even feeling what you have or didn't get what you need, mm-hmm. like, sometimes, you know, or, I mean, I, I think I've heard similar stories to other people that I'm close with as well that they still be- become, <laughs> become, like, yeah, but they push past that yeah. feeling, like, not having what you need or maybe even the tools. Yeah. But you keep trying. I don't know. Yeah. It can be a curse, though, like, being able to just try a bunch of different shit people maybe expect you to keep doing it but you're kind of just like "Mm, i tried it i could do it kind of i'm gonna move on to something else yeah and so it's always like a tough game to like i don't know play with that concept doing like a bunch of stuff at once being interested in so many things and yeah like overly ambitious and Yeah, yeah 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 you can't like quite fine i mean i feel like that right now too sometimes actually but like i think that also might be a personality trait too true kind of the most important thing to remember is no matter what anyone says if you're out there and you're in the same boat just keep doing it yeah just seriously keep no matter how many times people are like i don't know give you some kind of shit for uh i don't know just trying new stuff out you never know what you're gonna like yeah yeah but no i mean i and i think I think for me, it really came down 
like things weren't I necessarily ideal in my environment, but it just came down to desire. And like I don't even feel like credit. I don't feel any credit whatsoever. It's just like I had a lot of desire to do art or to like participate re- really in music. Yeah, that's what it was when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I had no way to do it. And I just if you think about something all the time, if you want it, if you then you just every opportunity that comes up, you'll try and get the most out of it. And for me, it was just like there was local shows and I met one person, then met another person. And it was just like, I don't know. It, it just all happened because it was what I wanted more than anything else. But it's also like that's the, the nature of desire and especially strong desires is it's like everything else besides it can get destroyed Mm -hmm. and for me that was like (laughs) my well like everything was school like i didn't give it a a flying shit and Mm -hmm. you know uh but yeah you know and and there's nothing wrong with that in hindsight like i i think for someone someone like that like if they're just not going to do school like there was no way i was going to do school or I was going to learn anything or do it honestly or do it right. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't. And so if there's someone like that, it's just like, let them do their thing. If they want to get smart later on, get educated, they'll do it. But yeah. it's like, I don't know. Some people, if you just like try and force them in the system, it'll just like demoralize them. Yeah. And, and They'll start working them. backwards almost, some people. Yeah, or, or, or they'll become deranged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, Vinny, like, that sentiment that you shared about Josh, like, I kind of felt that about you. And and I felt that about you as well, Josh, before. Or, like, when we were younger and we were first hanging out, that just, it was, it was just exciting and it was cool to see people that were, like, not the best. They weren't amazing. They weren't talents. You know, I had met many talents, many people that just seemed like they were just good at something and like they were them and I was me and I would never be them like that type of deal but it was it was more like you were two of my peers that were just trying projects like willing to try stuff willing to make something that you know a little rough around the edges but just wanted to produce something yourselves and and it wasn't about anything except for yeah yourself just making something for yourself and that was attractive to me because, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just seems, uh, it seems like there's very, very few people that are just always working on something and making new iterations of it or moving on to something new. Just, like, yeah, exploring arts, exploring the crafts, or something mm-hmm. like that. And I don't know. It's just compelling when you meet people like that. You're like, wow, you're, like, you're really just, you're following what you're into, and that's so cool, and it's so admirable. I, I, like, I don't know. The phrase, oh, you really out here doing it, basically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, and it's true, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like you, sometimes I have that feeling of, like, for myself, it's like mm-hmm. when I'm doing something that maybe years ago I wouldn't believe mm-hmm. I would be able to do it or that I am doing it, and it's like, no one's around, no one's here, I'm up early in the morning, and I'm doing this thing. It's like, 
I'm really this type of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Like that's cool. I, I wanted mean, the same thing. All right. That's what running has showed me. I mean, I used to run all the time in sports, but now after not doing it forever because I was lazy and I was choosing not to do it, and then you run enough to where it kind of you get you get used to it and the breathe well, breathing heavy goes away and you kind of get a little more in shape. You're kind of like, oh, I am this person. Like you yeah. kind of remember. You, really, you remember like, you can change yourself. Yeah, you're, you're like, oh. See, but that is something that I do give my strict parents credit for is I think back so many times when I was, when I didn't want to do anything and I would have a voice, a literal voice in my head that was right next to me saying, uh, life is full of things you never want to do and you're going to have to just do them. And those were like valuable lessons that I, at the time was like, this is really kind of fucking my head up. <laughs> but now when I'm older, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, life really doesn't stop like at all. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good. And it's good. Like you want to have, see, like I wish I had more of that. I didn't have enough. Like I didn't have any strong like father figure in my life. Or anyone that told me, like, I needed to take responsibility. Or, like, really what it meant to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Or that, like, it starts with yourself. Or it starts with respecting yourself. Or just taking responsibility for what you want. Or just your basic necessities. Like, And so it took me so long to figure that out. And just get to a basic functioning adult status. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. And, like, now sometimes I... Th- think which this is a it's this is a bad thought like it's not valid but just feels like oh i wish you know i wish i would have had someone that was harder on me like Mm -hmm. wish i would have gotten more discipline better habits that's a loser's mindset like not that i think that like you can always develop that stuff but yeah it's just it's valuable to it's a tool learn that lesson when you're a kid yeah it is a tool i mean yeah dude is there oh i don't mean to cut you off i was just gonna ask do you have any thoughts on the that thought, uh, especially involving your art? Because that's because that's something that we both wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, um, yeah, I forgot about that. You're because I mean we both obviously know we all three play in a band together, so we know you're a phenomenal drummer. But I play in the, <laughs> <play> the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, wait, you hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but dude, I said, what were yeah? What were you gonna say before I cut you off? Well, I was just gonna answer that question. I have a lot to say. I have a, enough to say to tie the last three topics together. Cool. Um, my dad always like I literally keep. Oh yeah, of course, Remo. Extremo, Screamo, uh, whatever you want. Mr. Remo, Screamo, Charlo. Yeah. Slumbers and uh, dwells away in the Charlo Inn. <laughs> uh, some called it. We have many been a patron at the Charlo Inn. Yeah, yeah many. When there was vacancy and also no vacancy, <laughs> <laughs> we were still there. <laughs> uh, was there for a minute. There you go, bro. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, my dad used to say, like, you know, I feel like my dad isn't. A, he isn't a huge thinker, but like he is like a a super hard worker and a super like giving guy. Despite being not a big thinker, or, like maybe necessarily like I don't know. Doesn't have a way with words, I'll say that. But he yeah. is he did have a way with words by simply saying to me like over and over 
that like if you want something in the world you just go get it you don't wait for someone to give it to you and also no one owes you anything yeah that's a and good just those like i keep thinking about those like now though and i'm like I'm, I'm, they they mean something different every five years or something you know what i mean it was a fly false alarm. I just flinched really bad. <laughs> no one else would admit that <laughs> without video, and I just did. Carry on. <laughs> uh, dude, let me know if that. Let me know if he rolls up. I'm but not gonna let you know because he <laughs> 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 run away. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but those. <laughs> yeah. Those those two, I mean those two lessons specifically, I think are really. I mean they're kind of cliche. That's almost. what I'm saying. They're yeah. kind of trite, but it's like. They're, they're trite if you say them, but if they're really drilled like deep into your being, if you truly, truly believe and understand that no one owes you anything, then you see the world in a different way than <laughs> a lot of people yeah, that's, do. That's kind of that's kind of what I'm saying. I think without even realizing though that, that I keep applying that statement to new ways, and that's it's like left as an imprint, you know. And I think. What I was going to say is to tie this back into, like, art and to tie this back into, like, being given the tools of, <clears throat> like, within our own individual, like, lives, like, playing with you guys, like, the the f album cover for the first record that we did, like, so many years ago at this point, like, that was one of the first, like, collages I ever tried to do in that way. Like, I was, like, you know, I think it was, like, 19... Or 18. This was in 2013. Yeah, it was the year after high school. So like yeah. you know like I'm, I'm I'm working at the. Oh, you were saying you were 18 or 19. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. When when <clears throat> that was just like doing that art though was like you guys letting me do that and being into the idea of like making our own artwork rather than outsourcing to everyone. Like that spiraled me into like pretty much everything I do now because I did it and I was I was like. <clears throat> I kind of like this, and like it feels really good that I made that like I made our band's music artwork because I already loved like that's what I've been paying attention to, and I've always drawn or like yeah, pretty much drew my whole life. Like my first memories is me drawing in a hallway and drawing mm. Pokemon while my mom was watching South Park, and they was <laughs> there in hell, and I asked my mom what was going on, and she's like, "Please just go draw." <laughs> um, and I was like, I did. I just remember that, like, <clears throat> and I went back and I was like drawing Squirtle or something. But, like, <clears throat> anyway, I'm just saying all that to say, like, you guys kind of encouraged me in a different way, like from there, because I was like, wait, I can, I can do this. And then, like, next thing you know, like we make, just kept making the artwork. Chris showed me Photoshop, like. Um, <laughs> Chris is funny. the first person to show me like how to use tools on Photoshop, and that for that you were using literally like scissors and glue. Yeah, <laughs> which which I w wish I did that more, and I still do it. But what I I now like having Photoshop though has allowed me to do like make the well, yeah, you can make you. like real. You can marry the, yeah, the marry style and what you learned in physically making the art. Yeah. To the to the digital realm. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, it's kind of once again like I, I still apply it to like watching kind of what you've done because you always just did a little bit of, you just did it, tried everything, and like, I just kept trying everything artistically, like, like like when it comes to making shirts, or like, can I do Photoshop? Can I use it? Then I learned, 
I mean, so many people actually just kept teaching me different mediums, I guess, along the way. Chris yeah. taught me guitar. Mm-hmm. Chris and Sean and Josh are the people that, like, gave me the first tools of how to play a guitar. And now, like, I started an, a whole, like, you know, kind of solo project of just experimental stuff with all of those things mm-hmm. and tying in, like, the ability to be like, I can almost like do every part of this myself, not in like a conceited way, but it's like, I can like, yeah, yeah I, you I know every, that you can. Yeah. Like, and I just wanted to try and it's pretty cool. Like to see that. And even recently, like I mean, Josh is recording that second release of the, of the solo project. Yeah. Like I'm you doing. recorded the first one yourself. Yeah. I did the first one myself. It was absolutely miserable. Which, what, not to interject, but what is that called and where can people find it? It's called uh, You, and um, it's Y-E-W. Y-E-W, and it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a Latin phrase, but it's called Sub Sol Venitas, and it's at, uh, on Bandcamp, and it just means, it was titled that for Vanity Under the Sun, because that was like a, the concept I was trying to write about in the mm. first one. Like, it comes from uh, the Old Testament, and, like, I don't know what it is. It's the Old Testament at the very beginning, but... Um, what, like a yew tree? Is that oh, you're talking sorry, about? no. Um, the uh, the sub that, like, mm. phrase oh. is just something I was reading in the Bible. Um, and he's like, like, he keeps, he keeps saying over and over again, like, all is vain, all is vanity under the sun. And oh, like yeah. saying like, yeah, God, you've given us this and that and this and that and this and that, but everything, you know, it's like a, your life is like a vapor and it disappears, blows away with like, yeah, like that's smoke a, that's in the wind, like that. That concept is what I was thinking about when writing that, and that's kind of like questioning what does God does what does that, what does that phrase even mean to me anymore, um, man. So it's kind of just like, what is the point? Past. No, no, okay, you're, 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 going, crazy. you're going deep there because you're going into, like, I mean, just another thing, which is that, like, the art and what you're expressing through, like, the aesthetics, like, for you is always, always tied directly to an idea or, like, something from history or something from the Bible or just a, a grim idea. And that's where it starts, and uh, lots of artists do that, but... Not, I don't think as many visual artists do that and do it especially with s- with such specificity as you. And so I I think that's interesting. But like that's that one, all is vain, all is vanity under the sun. That's just like, what's the point of life? Like, why are we here? Like, everything's the same, it repeats. Yeah. It would and just I, fade away. I'm wondering if, you know, the Bible is, if that's the the that's the chosen books that stayed together this whole time for whatever reason. I'm like, why is that book in there? I feel like it's pretty, uh, like, has nothing but the, the like, whole, yeah, the whole book just has, like, nothing but, like, a God, you don't make sense, or, like, this mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Why did you do that? Like, it doesn't promote God in any way. It's yeah. kind of seems against God or something. But I just always thought that was super interesting. I'm like, I don't know what that means. I and mean, you can come up with a million yeah. reasons as to why it's there, why it's not, and what's not there. But I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. And I'm just trying to come full circle and say that, like, you guys also encouraged 
that in me and let me do that. And as we've stayed a band for so long, like we've all, I think, encouraged each other in those paths and have learned more about like, I don't know, we kind of just say, yeah, I grew up in this band and mm-hmm. all encouraging one, like one another yeah. and for the better, I think. Um, like, and yeah, I mean, I'm grateful for that. And I've been recently thinking about like how grateful I am for that because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Does anyone like, we <laughs> no, have that's idea. cool. And like, how do you do <laughs> it alone? Like, that's what you're saying is like, like without having like some kind of people around you that are maybe doing something similar or just encouraging you to do the risky thing or the creative thing or the thing that has no path mm-hmm. yeah, or like whatever, like, like who, who else in, in, in your life is going to encourage you to do those like, I don't know, just like soul things, like those things yeah. that are deeply meaningful to you. And that's, yeah, I mean, I, I, I resonate with that and I, f- I feel the same. And like, I mean, I, I think just the spirit of this podcast and the whole name is, is resonant with that. Cause it's yeah. like, we, I want to keep that ethos. Like I want to, I want to keep on doing the risky things, the interesting things, the meaningful things for myself. And like, but also, you know, we're, we're becoming adults or we're, <laughs> we are adults or whatever. Yeah. We're supposed to be figuring out lots yeah. of things in life and taking care of adult shit. And it's like, how do you, how do you exist in the system, you know, and still have like the freedom to do that, to like pursue those things that have no ends, like mm-hmm. it, that are an infinite game, like art. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know less than I ever did maybe right now. Like I I resonate with that for real. Yeah, that's a real ass statement. But I also know more about what matters most to me. Yeah. Isn't that just what happens, I guess, when as you live and uh, on your deathbed you remember like what, like relationships and uh music and then like one I don't know. There's like a few things. Just like, what are you really going to think about? Like what's yeah. really yeah. Well, like, there's things that people always just like, it, they think about what matters most. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And a, a normal death. Like when they have those interviews with like hundred year olds or whatever. Yeah. Like what is every 100 year old regret? Yeah. But yeah, those are kind of clickbaity, but I, I know I what they Twitter. don't regret drinking Dr. Pepper every day because apparently every hundred nine year old old woman drinks Dr. Pepper every single fucking day. Dude, Warren <laughs> Warren Buffett drinks a Coke every day and he gets McDonald's every day. <laughs> what if like McDonald's is just pumping their food just full of like st- like human steroid like to just ma- it like makes people these like what, weird working working machines that like live forever but they like. Oh, okay. Slowly die. Well, we saw it happen on Super Size Me, though. That, <laughs> yeah, that, that's wasn't, true. Maybe they weren't doing it then. That's true. Once it came out, they were shit. like, oh, <laughs> got to pump them full of vitamins now. What? If, yeah, McDonald's. Hey, McDonald's, just pump your burgers full of vitamins. <laughs> How fucking hard is it? Buy the burger. Come on, guys. Right there, free. Put some vitamin C in that Dr. Pepper. That's a free shit. idea. You know, you know, all these influencers keep on telling me to add value. Right there, McDonald's. <laughs> Vita Burger, <laughs> sponsor us. You better not like let everyone hear that idea. You know what I mean? You might want to. K- nah, it's okay, it dude. I'm deal. an idea factory. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I come up with million dollar ideas all the time. <laughs> Just can't execute them. 
Yeah. <laughs> you did spray the... You did miss the wasp. Yeah. So That's all that my existence is, is I have all the ideas. I have zero execution. Just ideas guy. Yeah. See, that's whatever. That's like that's actually a cringe thing that I think people say. Maybe not that specifically, but a sentiment that people have that's like, "Oh, like I'm a genius, but no one knows it cuz I can't prove it." Isn't that what defines a fedora? Cuz I think that's what I've been looking for my entire life. While everyone was out dating and having fun, I was studying the blade. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude, I, yeah, <laughs> dude, I was like, man, that you just described one of my friends, man. <laughs> Not even lying to you, dude. Like, what they got, dude? What they would always Wait. tell you in high school that he's a genius and he wore a fedora, but he no. never did anything. No, because I knew no, that kid. Okay. No, well, no, no. This man is a little more interesting. That sh- shout out Chapels, aka Wade Combs. If you're out there uh, <laughs> listening, uh, I'm shouting you out right now. Um, love you and miss you. Uh, he's the one that told me that in in the third grade that, or the sorry, the sixth grade that he was he was half demon, and I, like with a straight face, and I was like waiting for him to make a joke, and he didn't, and I was like, okay, that that's cool. And he was drawing Inuyasha, and I was like, Hell yeah. I was like, dude, you're really good at drawing, and so we both just like talked to each other and it's drew demon from there. Time, baby. Yeah. Did you ever ask him about his? The fact that he was—he claimed to be a half demon. Did you no. ever talk about that? <laughs> no. He just told you that in the intro, yeah. And you're like, "Well, you're good at drawing. I'm gonna." Yeah, seriously, dude. Like it was—it was weird. Well, You'd like be I surprised. Said. That's the—that's the first person out of two people that have told Vincent that they're a demon, because <laughs> Vincent and I were in—we were all in Colorado Springs playing a festival one time, and <laughs> Vincent and I were walking to like a McDonald's, and some homeless guy walked up to us, and he was like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Tim." I'm a demon. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was like, and then he had a friend behind him and he was like, this is my friend Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Chicago didn't talk at all. (laughs) And we were just, I forgot about that. We were both like, (laughs) (laughs) he had icy, like the most like husky, icy blue eyes, like husky, icy blue. Like really weird. That he, his eyes looked, they were weird. You they, remember? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Chicago's yeah. the one you don't want to fuck with. Yeah, no, I would not want to fuck with Chicago. That's so funny. We were in Colorado Springs, and he's naming his friend Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, man. <laughs> yeah, okay, wait. So Maybe he's from Chicago. Yeah, probably. Okay. Probably literally just got off of the Greyhound from Chicago and met Tim the Demon and was like... Didn't say anything, so then Tim the Demon was like, oh, you just came from Chicago, you're my friend, Chicago. So, <laughs> Vince, I love that you you befriended the kid in your school, most likely to be a serial killer, because he was good at drawing. No, dude. And I think I, th- I think that really, sorry, no no offense, no offense to Wade, no offense, uh, what's his name, Ship? Chapels. Chapels. Yeah. He got, he got, he's a really. Ship? I was thinking Chipples. He's a. <laughs> ship? <laughs> like a anyway, fucking boat? Anyway, no offense. No, he, no he offense at all. I'm just making jokes. I'm just making jokes. Talk about it like that, man. No, I'm just making jokes over here. But I think he's it's. A, he's a human, like a human being. Yeah, and we love sorry. him. I'm sorry, go ahead. But I, th- I think it's just funny that, like, you befriended that kid just to, like, just because of his drawing skills and. Well, <laughs> he was the only person interesting to talk to you in the class. 
Dude, why would yeah, I, I talk mean, to those someone are always, else who's like, damn, hey, I'm that's, Jan? That's or, deep. Why would Hi. you want to talk to someone who's cool? You know? I'm yeah, kind of getting tired of the cool people, you know? You got to... Cool. Yeah, don't talk to the cool people. They got nothing to say. Wade is half fucking demon. That's a, And that's what I'm saying. You know what else he is? He also loved the fall of Troy when I showed him that. Mm. And he only listened to uh, Three Six Mafia. He also, <laughs> what I'm trying to tie this into, is that one time I came, the first time I went to his house, he lived with his grandma. And um, he lived, like, down in the neighborhood, like, just across the street, across 23rd, like 23rd and MacArthur, mm-hmm. just in that neighborhood. And I went over to his grandma's house. His grandma's smoking inside. She's like, well, hell, come in. You know, like, just like an old, cool, smoky grandma that doesn't mm-hmm. give a shit what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Wade is in his room in a dimly lit, like, extended extension of the house with wooden walls, like laminate, like <laughs> floor laminate walls, you yeah. know what I mean? Just, yeah. like, really shitty put together. He's throwing, practicing throwing his fucking knife into the wall. <laughs> he also has katanas. He also has shurikens. <laughs> like, fucking... <laughs> Wait, so... And he's throwing them into the wall, and he is good at it. So he told you he's half demon, half, but he didn't tell demon. you the other half was ninja. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I think... Every ninja is half demon, and not every there, demon is half ninja. I think that's what it is. There's just like one of those kids <laughs> in every high school. <laughs> is, isn't there just one of those kids in every high school? It's just like because anime exists, one out of every 500 high school kids. I would will argue buy it's katanas. more now. I, I would argue it's more now. Back then, it's, yes, yeah, when okay, we were younger, rising. but now it's like it's way more popular now. Yeah. Do people not know that anime simply isn't real? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. the problem with our whole society. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Is that half kidding. of them are like... I love all my anime freaks. Yeah, I'm kind of one too. Like, he kind of influenced me a lot. No, I mean... Watching, d- I've dude, actually I been watch watching anime. Neon okay. Genesis, actually, for like the fourth time yeah. all the way through. I've watched Cowboy Bebop like seven times. That's not a lot even compared to other people, but no, I've been watching a lot of it recently. Yeah. Not gonna lie. I watched Akira for like the fiftieth time. Dude, Akira is sick. I just love I love the sci fi yeah. anime. Like they, they, do they get they got that. They do it the right. best. Well and they've been doing it the best since like the fucking eighties, since Akira era. Yeah. You know? yeah. Just the just like the that whole aesthetic, like it's not even that it's the fact that it was made in the eighties, mm-hmm. it makes it it makes the futuristic aesthetic better somehow. Yeah. Like oh, the fact yeah. that it's both aged, but also a prediction of the future. I don't know. Something about that is just yeah, nothing else quite has that vibe. Mm-hmm. And that's Benny. That's you epic. were big. You're a big fan of Dragon Ball, right? Or like, which anime was your favorite growing up? Just like the basic ones, like Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Naruto mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> like I mean Yu-Gi-Oh everyone watched Yu-Gi-Oh after school or something or yeah. maybe Duel something. Masters yeah. Duel yeah. Masters I mean yeah I was just telling Gus earlier how I was drawing I would draw people's Yu-Gi-Oh cards for like five bucks nice. in like third grade you know like <laughs> hustle. I, was, I was straight hustle you know? straight maybe hustle. I was actually born to you were born to hustle maybe I was like, yeah like man that's weird um <clears throat> I've never thought about that, but yeah, they're like, "Hey, are you drawing me like Scythe, the Sky Dragon?" And I'm like, yeah, bro, "I'm gonna draw you Scythe, the Sky Dragon. That <laughs> yeah, shit bro. is sick." One Dark time, magician, dude. 
How many dark magicians? How many dark magician girls did you draw? Only one girl. Okay. Felt weird about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did draw like ten dark magicians, though. and you know that yeah, purple one. But then uh, what's the what about chaos magician? Did you ever draw a dark hole? Probably not. That was just like a spell card. Like wow. it was just like a crazy space. Dark Those hole. ones are hard. Yeah. Like I I wasn't that good. I was just like drawing borders and coloring it. You mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I mean I I think they're actually kind of like I look back on them and I'm like these are about as good as I would do now. Like, you know what I, mean? I don't know. Like, yeah. It's kind of weird, but I'm like, I don't necessarily... You haven't have... gotten better. You just have gotten like better at picking your spots. Yeah. Or like better, I don't know, taste. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like a super good... I don't I don't feel super good, but like it's kind of something that, I, that I've always done, though. Always. Like, kindergarten, I wrote... My mom like tells everyone that I wrote a book, and I'm like, Mom, I wrote... I was in kindergarten, like, my teacher helped me pick what words to put on the paper. I didn't, I didn't write a book, <laughs> right. like, but I did draw the space dude in space and then, like, uh, cut out, uh, what is a colored paper? Cardboard paper? Yeah. Like, like construction yeah. paper? Construction paper, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, you know, made, like, this earth and, like, stuff, and I drew, I drew about this guy in space. So He's the first like, collage. Damn. There dude, you go. Yeah, actually. <laughs> it is kind of crazy That's to weird. think about that concept that maybe people don't get better at what they're doing they just get more comfortable and that's why you got to practice cuz you got to get They just get more nuanced, more like yeah. better at like picking their spots, picking. Yeah. The 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 skill is already like in you somehow. Like it's like I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, I, I mean there's clearly drawing. there's clearly well, yeah, like yeah, execution. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's clearly an execution aspect, but and like a technique and knowing basic techniques, but mm -hmm. then it's just like besides that, like then the better drawing is just the person who has a better, you know, can choose better backgrounds, like has better, just a better eye. Yeah. Like there's just it's some it's ineffable. It's like stuff that you can't describe. It's so so subtle, so particular and specific. And like I lo I love here like we me and you talked recently about like like the different uh eras of art like the different aesthetic styles like across history and like how they still exist today and how like when you learn art you kind of study them and like i don't know it's just so interesting because it's just this accumulation of these subtle ideas about imagery and aesthetics yeah there's there's so much to know about an individual's intentions Mm -hmm. especially well not everyone has that necessarily but you know like people are so interesting and like learning about why people do what they do can mm -hmm. just be such a experience it adds way it can add way more to whatever is created for yeah. sure yeah. yeah yeah i mean that's why like, i feel like people make things they make most of the time they make them with a reason like even if that reason is just i wanted to make something mm -hmm. but you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there's always a I don't know people's intentions are cool mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> do you have a favorite era of art I know that might be a loaded question but have I you feel ever like that's, I feel like I could guess <laughs> well gothic yeah I mean just gothic is very the gothic era is very different to goth now though I mean it instilled yeah, it but like gothic isn't like well, I think it's, I don't know. I don't think I know enough to actually define that, but I mean, like, it means a lot of things mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, I guess yeah. the term is broad, but I mean, it would fit. I mean, yeah, because gothic. But well, I don't know if you've ever thought if there's or 
studied a certain era or grew up with one that like stuck out to you the most that has stuck with you i mean like one of the most inspiring things i think when thinking about being younger at least was like tim burton and like i was super scared of nightmare before christmas but it was the only one my mom i don't know why she let me watch that one but Mm -hmm. i was like i was like terrified as a kid i was scared of like everything i didn't want to be left in a room alone and it wasn't Mm -hmm. because i was scared of monsters i it's kind of weird. I don't really know what it is, actually, but it was just like, I was just scared as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but for some reason, that movie scared the shit out of me. But like, also, I was so intrigued and mm-hmm. thought it was like the coolest thing I ever seen. Because I was like, wait, somebody made this like with clay. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I like I was trying to like imagine that. I'm like, what? How? How is it on the TV? Like, I don't know. That that was super inspiring. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. Uh, my mom's boyfriend before she met my dad actually he would I would ask him when I was like a toddler to draw me pictures and I was like hey I like this uh Corvette can you draw me the Corvette and he would draw me a Corvette like I don't know he, he just was really good at drawing he also had a drum set in his house and he I would hit the snare drum <laughs> and it would hurt my ears and I would like run and I'm like mom I don't like the sound and she's like it's just a drum mm-hmm. and I would hit it but he had it like crank <laughs> all the way so it was just like crack <laughs> and it was steel like it was just like, like a piccolo snare <laughs> dude it, it was like that but it was like just so insanely loud but i was also drawn to it that's another thing that i don't like it's kind of weird like because later on like i think on tw- 12 or 11 like i asked my mom to get me a drum set because mm-hmm. my friend was playing drums and i wanted to play his more but she's like i'll get you one but anyway uh like thinking about that thing about being a little kid um my grandpa and my mom's boyfriend at the time used to draw pictures for me. And that was like, I would watch them draw it. And so I still have a lot of those images too. And I, I remember them. It's really weird. Um, like really interesting, I guess. Like those are like the first things to inspire me, I guess. And I'm like, well, they can do it. And I think that's why I started doing it. I don't really remember mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. Yeah. But. No, it's, it's crazy to think about like the little tiny things that's like, did that really have an effect on like what I was interested in? Just like hitting hitting that drum when you're a little kid, yeah. And like you're scared by it, but you're drawn to it at the same time. And there's like, I don't know. I think I think humans are like that. Yeah. yeah pay attention to what your friends and family hate because they probably like it on some level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that there's some to, truth to, to that. There's a little bit. Yeah. Most kind of like how there's a little bit of truth in every joke. Yeah. 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 Like, same type Dude, of thing. I would say one more thing I remember about that. It's really another interesting thing is that my favorite color is probably red. Um, I don't necessarily wear red, but it's like my favorite color. And um, he, his bed was like those 90s, like red, silky, like, mm. I don't know, look like curtains yeah. in a. In a in the Roman Empire or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Just like, that's what his bed looked like. The whole thing. Yeah. And I would always look, I would watch, I would lay on that and I would watch Spider-Man. <laughs> and also red. Also <laughs> red. And then uh, it was like, he would tape, uh, like, uh, uh, like Birdman, mm-hmm. Cartoon Network. What is it? Space Ghost. Oh, Coast yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, dude. Uh, yeah. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yeah. That might that might be why I am the person I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> like those four just positive things. association with a few different things. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think I am the way I am because of Toy Story, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> Toy Story. That's probably like a good percentage of the Earth in the U.S. Gonna, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was gonna say that's yeah. like such a that's like such a basic thing to say. Yeah. Like I am I am who I am because of Disney, TM Disney Incorporated. Uh, but no, kinda, it mm. could be that could be deep. Though. But no, no, like it, it's it's a movie. Oh, it doesn't mean anything except for that it's true. So <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just want to throw shade you, on you. You relate with Sid wearing the zero shirt? Yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> Sid, Dude, that that guy's that guy's bad. <laughs> that guy's bad news. <laughs> Put a baby head on some spider legs. <laughs> Yeah, man. It, it at least to, Dude, that at least to say, me. Sid just that needed. Uh, I think Sid needed a hug most of all. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we could go way too far into what Sid needed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. Yeah. Let's not even that? start. Okay. You know, they showed Andy in college. Did Sid go to college? <laughs> <laughs> no, Sid was the garbage man. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's the. It's in one of the movies, he's a garbage damn. man. Damn. So is that that's what happens. You grow up in. A, you know, yeah, rough you household, get paid about have a rough childhood. Hour. Yeah, it sucks. And you, you end up paid. as a garbage man, and lucky Andy with the with the perfect family it just gets to never have a job with his yeah, degree. Never has a fucking problem. <laughs> it is kind of funny it's if Toy toys. Story was real. <laughs> Sid Sid would be better off than Andy. Gets to go to space shuttle all the time or whatever space space force whatever. <laughs> shuttle, shuttle pizza. Shuttle pizza. Uh, shuttle yeah, slice, man. That's, Pizza Planet, man. Pizza Planet, guys. Pizza <laughs> Planet, bro. Oh, that was good. Okay, well, well there's, some, there's something we kind of touched on this earlier. Uh, I think just, like, about being... I don't know if I want to say being someone who's a learner or good at learning or just, like, a student, but, like, going back to... Uh, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Chapels. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to, yeah. <laughs> to then, like, many other people, like, you talked about how Chris and Sean taught you how to play guitar. Yeah, like, I, I just feel like you've been someone that's kind of, like, embodied the student role. And then all, all, you were, like, an apprentice, like, for a leather company. Well, like, Nevis. I don't know if that was an apprentice role, technically. But you put, I, I you put yourself... Yeah, you put yourself in like apprenticeship roles directly where there was someone teaching you skills. Like you've been in multiple scenarios like that and like usually people have maybe one of those ever. Hmm. I have too many. Yeah, like <laughs> like way too many. I didn't even mean But it's like also that. it's like you're I feel like you're worthy of it cuz like you're a good learner and you like have respect and like admiration and for, for like the details of like different people's crafts. Yeah. I think like some, I feel like inspired by so many people though all the time though. I feel like I'm just like, well, if they can do that, like I can do something like <laughs> not, not be better, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I see them doing it. I'm like, okay, I could do that too. Like, and like, uh, where things that interest me, I guess like, I'm like, yeah, like I could, I could be at that level or something. Like, I could do that. Like, I wonder what happens. And I just try. <laughs> like, yeah. Really hard. And I don't like. I don't like giving up. Uh, but it's kind of like prideful of me to, like, not give up. But. Kind of like a. 
I don't know, just the sense of, I don't want the sense of failure to be, the, like, the fear of failure to be the reason why I don't try anything. Like, that's not a good enough reason. It's just kind of like, I'm like, yeah, like, of course, everyone, like, everyone feels that to a degree, and, like, but it's not true, ever, actually. So, um, yeah. But, but like, how did you even expose yourself to the opportunities to, like, I don't know, learn something or try something with someone to, to where you could fail? Dude, like, all those opportunities, like, I literally tell everyone all the time, like, that I can, that, like, that was totally outside of my control. Like, I don't feel like that I quite did anything other than try to, like, respect people to, like, be, to meet people that I feel like have been insanely inspiring and encouraging and, like, to almost, like, take me under their wing. Like, in so many ways, like, when it comes to, like, church and like theology when it comes to like making art and whatever like any visual art or anything and like people that i've just asked hey how do you do that like do you know how to do it are you willing to share and they say it and they I was like they tell me in depth and like i don't know like preston uh who friend friend of sean's who played in hex and uh heaven's gate um, was like yeah. he was an art teacher and like he showed me the copier stuff. Like he's both are great local bands from Oklahoma. Sorry. Yes, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I he feel showed like you like the the co- like the f- using like a copier from the nineties. Yeah. To do like the distorted. Oh, yeah, I was gonna ask who copy you that. copy print cool. art. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that like, my whole inter- like time being interested in music. You see a lot because it's just punk, and uh, it's also just like nineties. It was the easiest way to make your album artwork. You'd cut out, you like print it off the internet and then just cut it out and glue it to a piece of paper. Like, that's like, that's the Mayhem demo cover, cover you know what I mean? That's like the, that's like yeah. old death metal stuff. It's old punk stuff. It's all of it. Because nobody had like as much access to like Photoshop or anything, any kind of design tool. So just do it yourself. You don't have to worry about anyone. But like that, yeah, that was the coolest thing to me. I couldn't, find out what it is I was like how do they get this look how do they make it look like that and he's the one that let me come use his copier one time and he showed me he's like yeah if you shrink it down and blow it back up like it changes its texture and still is a high resolution and I'm like what and then he gave me a book uh something Comet Bus I think is his last name and he's Mm -hmm. just a guy that just put this book together it's just like art and comics and poetry and I don't even know, like 200-something pages <laughs> of just, like, um, yeah, I feel dumb that I don't remember his name, but it was super inspiring. And I, like, I already knew what it looked like, but I couldn't figure out how exactly it was done. And, like, now I feel like I'm just now, like, breaking through with the potential of using a copier. <clears throat> and you're trying to use that with Photoshop and, like, going back and forth and just studying, yeah, the yeah. Whole, like, DIY ethics, like, I want to be and good at all of it. <laughs> I, I want, I, like, I, I, not not to, like, be the best or anything. I just, like, try to, like, make something I like. Mm-hmm. In your line of art, is there, like, like, using photocopiers to add texture and layer to it? Is there, like, a, a photocopier that's, like, this is the one you want to use? Dude. Or is there also, and is there, like, a <laughs> other side of that coin where it's like, nah, you don't want this this model photocopier that's that's ass? <laughs> well, as far as I know, because, like, no one actually told me, and Preston didn't know either, but, like, older copiers are better because, n- the like, 
I don't even know like what old is. Um, like maybe just in the two thousand like un- two thousand ten and older. Like something? office space, like the yeah. big just like copier. It's like the size of a dishwasher. Xerox <laughs> was the main company, so like people used to like it was like people referred to. It, I feel like more as like doing Xerox art. Yeah. Because Xerox was the m- biggest company at that time but now there's like lots of others and i don't know i don't remember mine is a sharp printer and it's just like a tower you know um and they all look different though that's what's cool is like yeah. everyone has a slightly every brand has a slightly different like look it'll give mm-hmm. just barely but like you can distort things without losing it's like resolution Does that make yeah sense? so it's like when you, you get distortion some kind of a natural distortion without losing like the clarity or the sharpness of the lines yeah yeah, that's crazy. That's su- that's such a specific like dark art, like co- like '90s or 2000s photocopy, like distortion without losing sharpness. Like, mm-hmm. people. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say. I mean, but it's like amazing. Like this is what, and this is like goes back to like all the different eras of art, like the Victorian, like the Victorian swirly like uh, picture frame, like we were talking about, like linings or whatever like these super specific just like almost extra un- unnecessary dimensions that that people would add but they would like to find an era or like just yeah a yeah. particular niche and it's just cool that there's always people willing to like dig into that and i don't know it's it's interesting dude yeah i feel like it started as just like a revolt against like I don't know, paying And everything anyone. being, like, squeaky clean. Yeah, and, like, paying someone to do it. Like, so people just, you know, you do it yourself. And, like, but within that, people got really good at it. And, like, did some crazy stuff. Like, I purchased a book that has, like, it's a compilation of, yeah, like, old, old 90s, like, somebody's collection where they just, like, high resolution scanned all the J cards that were made. And it's just, like... From old an, what? Just old, like old punk or old black metal specifically but like okay just from 90s like like, lo- like photocopy logos and album art oh yeah that yeah. big yeah it's like it literally looks like a photo album like yeah. a family photo album of just like logos and yeah i mean yeah I, I don't <laughs> i don't fully support everything that is in there but what's crazy is like it's a really really thoughtful like great piece of Art documentation. Yes, and a collection. Yeah, like, just uh, mm-hmm. and a way, a really cool way to look at it and see it all in one spot. You know, mm-hmm. um, like and it's super inspiring because yeah, like I said, just people got really really good at it. And people use it now too. It's never, it's never died. It's never gone away. People might not have used it as much, but it's, been, it's easy. Like mm-hmm. anyone can do it. That's why people, so many people do it and continue to do it because mm. all you have to do is cut something out and change the contrast or blow it up and shrink it and you can do anything forever mm. like you can manipulate one image in so many different ways and it, it kind of just becomes so many different things out of yeah it. and you can like i've seen you've done ones where you like warp it you like move it yeah during the process or whatever some people are so good at that like they like got it down perfect it's to like m- warp things intentionally instead of just being like oh make it squiggly mm. like some people are like good at it <laughs> it's crazy um but yeah like the the i i think <laughs> to go back to the topic i think that uh all the people that i've met 
like I just feel like I've been truly like blessed or pr- extremely privileged beyond my control to have met people that were like always just willing to teach me stuff like Josh like Chris like Sean mm-hmm. like Preston um you know like all of like friends that you know of at least like yeah man, I don't know like I was only friends good cl- good close friends with Wade Chapels Combs and Noah Munsell. <laughs> Shout out Noah Munsell. Mm-hmm. Um, he is one of the um, best and uh, most genuine, kindest creators in o- OKC right now. Um, and he's making good stuff. He can literally do anything. And uh, yeah, he's also really inspiring too. There's only uh, him and Wade were the only people I was friends with in high school. And like super close with, and they're both creatives. Like, Wade was more of just like a rapper, actually, by high school time, instead of a half demon. He kind of became more <laughs> of a rapper. Um, half rapper, he, half demon. Yeah, half rapper, half demon. <laughs> also, he would go with me and like skate. Like, he didn't skate, but mm. he would go with me and just like watch me and Noah skate. And, like, I don't know. Just like it, I was always around the creative people. Like, and they inspired me. Yeah. I, I don't. I didn't. Tr- try i don't know i don't Mm -hmm. feel like i tried i mean we just connected no that's that's cool i mean like me like i've you know i'm almost i'm almost asking about this selfishly because i'm i'm like entering a whole new field and learning new skills where i don't know anyone uh else who does them and 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 gaining specific interests where i don't know anyone else that has them and so it's kind of like uh, like we were talking about earlier, it's hard. It's hard to do something alone. Yeah. And so, for me, I'm just thinking like, how do I put out the energy? How do I put out just that the authenticity to say that like, hey, I'm here. I'm curious about this. Like, I want to meet people. I want to open myself up to opportunities, but also willing to add value, willing to contribute, willing to be intentional. And I don't know. I just feel like that's the energy that you've consistently put out. Like. You're a student. You're interested. You're always like admiring people, and like you're you're clear, and you t- tell people that you look up to them and you like their art or whatever. And it's just like I don't know. It's it's simple, but it's just you know has me thinking like yeah, I wanna like I wanna put out that energy and like be open myself up to being a student. But I mean, surrounding yourself by with creative people is obviously like that's that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I know one thing that, like, I don't really have any, like, shame, I guess, like, I would, or, like, fear about just being, like, hey, you stranger that I don't know you, like, hi, I'm this person, I'm interested in what you're doing, like, would you be willing to share? I don't know, like, I don't, I've always been that way, kind of, and, like, everywhere. Yeah, just, like, willing to shoot your shot. Yeah, I'm just, like, hey, I, I mean, I don't know, and I think I've, made connections like by being that way mm-hmm. just not i'm not like i'm not like oh i'm not worthy of talking to them or like oh i'm like i don't I'm scared about saying something weird like i'm always awkward i feel like i, I feel like i like stumble over my words a lot too more than i'd like <laughs> like i'm not i know that that's a that's a fact and i'm not gonna let that be the reason why i'm like not trying to just ask somebody how do you do what you do or yeah. Hey, can I talk to you? <laughs> like, I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, I think overall, that's why I, I also want to return that favor because I feel like I've been very privileged or something. Like, and I know a, a lot of people around me, <clears throat> maybe most of my friends, I feel like haven't quite had as much of that connection or maybe just the right talking to the right people to get inspired or those r- people even being uh investing as intentionally as you are investing in them that too mm-hmm. yeah uh because a lot of people uh, try and yeah some sometimes people don't respond or something i don't mm-hmm. know yeah that happens a lot too i think mm-hmm. yeah you know it, it, it kind of makes me think of like uh have you ever had like having someone young younger at a show like ask you like or or tell you how they want to be in a band and they're trying to find someone to be in a band or like how do you get to being in a band it's kind of like a question that's impossible to answer Mm -hmm. or it's it's like you have to be in the right place. You have to like just like talk to people. You just have to. It, keep it's kind of just it. like what you're describing. Like clearly, you have to shoot shots, but it's also like you show up with the right energy, and the opportunities are gonna come, or they're not. Almost because you can't. I don't know. Like you can't just find a group of people to make music with. Yeah. Just yeah. like you can't force that, and it's so. Just like you can't find, you can't force find a mentor. I mean, yeah, maybe you can. Just like maybe you can force put together a, a boy band or whatever. But it's like, for most people, it's just gonna be something spontaneous and something like weird. Yeah. Uh, that comes together. The same way, like I was just jamming with Josh, and Josh was in Sabretooth before. <laughs> yeah. I was around, but me and Josh were just jamming like, uh, like. Uh, the, ch- power the cherry and stuff. And power violence yeah. and stuff like <laughs> you know just yeah trying to like play aggressive music and like uh w- that merged into the tooth yeah or at saber tooth whenever i started to join and then and then i only joined, joined for for <laughs> yeah. you know just simply by being interesting music like i saw saber tooth before i was in it and i was like this is the exact energy that i'm into like the exact type of stuff I'm into, and I just—it's it, not even time, like an intention. I don't know why you'd be into it, but <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Like, <laughs> but it just goes back to like desire. I was just like, I had the desire. I wanted to be around that music, be around the people that were making that music, and just by doing that, I put myself close to you all, and then I put myself in the position to where, when you needed a bassist, like I was, I was in that position, so I was able to take advantage of that opportunity and it's just stuff like that you can't plan and it was a similar story of how i got into my first band yeah it went like i was the person that was like people would let me hang out with them (laughs) 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 but like like, i was the i was like the least favorite at every like friend group so i was not a a top i was not one of the top choices when when people were going to form a band like all the cool kids were talking and planning amongst themselves how they would do that. Like I wasn't in that picture, but like I just forced like forced myself in because I was interested. I wanted to be around it anyway. And because I was around it and I was just like I was right there when an opportunity happened, like you know. Yeah. I I jumped into it and like You learned how to play bass to play in Saber Team. Yeah, I was gonna say so, yeah, yeah, you didn't even know how to play bass. <laughs> yeah. And the only re- and the reason why we even picked 
gusts to play in the band is because, I guess, as the kids would say nowadays, you match the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why. Yeah, that was the only, like, <laughs> like, yeah, we just like, we liked Gus. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't anyone else that could. All right. Yeah. At the moment. Mm-hmm. I think we also equally didn't, we were in the same boat. We didn't know how to, or at least I didn't know how to ask people, hey, do you want to play in a band? Yeah. <laughs> like, it goes both ways sometimes. There's sometimes the kid that's looking for the band, and then yeah. there's also the band that's looking for the player, but they don't want to ask, like, a shit ton of people. <laughs> it can go either way. Yeah. Yeah, it all goes to just shooting a shot, like, being, first of all, being authentic, but then being honest mm-hmm. with, like, just like asking you shall receive and that's like i feel like asking shall receive is basically shoot your shot yeah (laughs) like if you if you want it this is what you want okay you gotta go you gotta go ask you gotta go try something vincent always tells me is what's the worst that they're gonna say no unless you're asking a girl out on a date then the worst thing they can say is you so (laughs) dude that literally (laughs) happened to me one time well i wasn't asking a girl on a date i just told her that i liked her Dude, I, I had something similar happened to me as well. <laughs> That's I, awesome. Have I told y'all the story that I got called the Grinch one time? Or that I looked like the Grinch? <laughs> Wait, like the Grinch when he's a little kid? I don't even know. I didn't even ask. <laughs> you do a really oh, yeah. good Grinch impression. I Jim asked Harry's a girl, uh, the first girl I ever asked out, she told me I looked like the Grinch. And I didn't really know how to take that. Because I was like, well, I'm not green and I'm not hairy. But I think but she's just trying I think she was just trying to say I'm ugly. (laughs) 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 That was her you. That was her way of saying you. Which, I respect that. I just walked away. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, well, you shoot your shot. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if it was an axe that I was throwing, it would bounce off the fucking wood and come right back in my head. Sorry, I flinched at another yeah. fly. But see, if you were, th- if it was a shuriken you were throwing, <laughs> then you'd be into my wall. You'd be chapels. Hey, let me say, whatever way chapels, whatever he's doing out there, man. I hope he's doing it. That would be I sick. Hope you're if, keeping it real, chapels. Yeah. That'd be sick if the only listener of this podcast this whole time, the only numbers we were getting was him somehow, just like spamming it. Yeah, like he was just like, I really love this local podcast, and then <laughs> suddenly you're on it, and he's like. Oh, it's fucking Vinny. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> in yeah. a perfect world, that's that's how this would go. Yeah. Man, you guys met him at a show once. Do you remember? I'm he, pretty sure I remember. Yeah. 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 I feel bad now. It's okay. I'm just I mean, making jokes, man. Ago, just making jokes. Yeah. No, but it's all good. I mean, I don't know if he wanted me to say all that, but I did. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. No one listens anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know, shouts out to our listeners. Thank you for listening. We we see you all. Uh, you know. Shoot us a message, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Tell us, tell us what you think. Tell us what you disagree with, uh, and subscribe, please. Please, for the love of God, please. <laughs> Vincent, do you have any final thoughts or anything you want to say or anything you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Uh, 